back everybody to your creativity. It's been a minute, but we're getting back in the swing of things. I hope this episode's up to par. A hole in one, so to speak. <laughs> and other golf puns coming soon. <laughs> I love it. That was good. I hope you both have them because I'm a little rusty with golf puns. So. Well, I think I just used all the terms <laughs> I know. So. <laughs> That's awesome. Brayden, it falls on you for the puns. All right. I guess I'll figure out what I can come up with. <laughs> Well, one of those voices you're hearing is uh, Braden Floyd. We had him back on, I don't remember. It was an early one for uh, social 2017. acts. 2017. Yeah. Before yeah. COVID and everything. Yeah. Right? In the old days. Yeah. And then the other voice you're hearing was on podcasts this for is my, years. This is my manly voice. <laughs> <laughs> yes, for five years with the new Utah podcast. And now she's going to hang out with sometime, yeah. uh, sometimes when she can. So, welcome, Jessica. Thank welcome. you. Brayden. Yeah. Thank you. Nice to meet you. Yeah, nice to meet you as well. So, um, it's been a few years since we talked about Social Axe. Yeah. How has it grown? Um, Social Axe has done pretty good. So, we, when we first talked, that was our, we talked at our original store in Ogden on Washington Boulevard. It was about 1,700 square feet. It was the first axe throwing venue um, in Utah and the second one on the West Coast. Vegas beat us by like a week, I think. Yeah, it was pretty crazy. Um, since then, it's been a wild ride. We are we just passed five years. Um, we've gone from that location in Ogden to a bigger location in Ogden now that has a full restaurant and bar. Um, we've opened a Salt Lake City store. Uh, we opened that one in 2018. I think we might have been opening it when we first talked, or we were pretty close. I can't quite remember. It, um, you were working towards yeah, it. Yeah, I think we yeah. were working towards it. Uh, open the 20, uh, in 2018, open social access SLC. That one's a giant 6,000 square foot axe throwing heaven, you know, with a bar in it doesn't have food. Um, but we're working on an idea for that right now. And then, uh, you know, we opened one in Orem, Utah, uh, 2019 did pretty, or no, late 2018 did pretty decent. It wasn't ever quite killing it. Like we thought it would down in Utah County. Um, but it was making money and paying its bills and doing all right. And then I figure there would be a lot of aggression down in Utah you County. That so. surprises you'd, you'd me. you think so, yeah. <laughs> well, here's the problem. So we, this was a lesson that I learned kind of the hard way, right? Because I always kind of want to rush, rush, rush when we see success. I think everybody kind of does that. Uh, you want to just see it grow faster. For sure. So we rushed down in Utah County. Well, we didn't know simultaneously while we were opening, nine other axe throwing venues were opening in Utah County. In Utah County. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my gosh. So it was an animal trying to keep that one up and going. We were finally starting to win. Some of our competitors were falling off. Um, we were starting to do good. And then COVID. Boom. Right when COVID hit, we were like, gosh. And someone wanted our space. And so our landlord came to us and was like, hey, if you want out, someone wants your space for a different idea. And we were like, yeah, let's do it. And so we, we walked away from that one. So, But oh. Ogden and Salt Lake, very successful, doing great jobs. We're loving those two stores. Have no indications of those going anywhere. They made it through COVID, and everybody still loves it. And Utah County was just a tough one for us. But on the other side of things, we actually just opened our very first Social Axe franchise down in Gilbert, Arizona. Congratulations. And, That's yeah, awesome. Thank nice. you. That was, a, that was a wild ride getting there. We... Uh, we, I found, we found an uncle down there. And when I say that, is, that in, is that in quotes? Yeah, we <laughs> found quotes. an uncle. So my stepmother uh, did a 23 and me and found a brother. From okay. A, uh, Another mother? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, exactly. Down in uh, Arizona. And it's a you know, pretty crazy story. They connected. Uh, you know, he's a 40-year-old guy. He's awesome. His name's Darren. Uh, and he's been wanting to do his own thing for a long time. He's been a gym trainer. 
and he came up and tried Social Axe and fell in love with it and was like, well, I want to open one of these. And so we we're like, all right, let's do our first He's franchise like, down there. He's like, this is our day yeah. <laughs> and leg day. Yeah, right? <laughs> and so we opened our first franchise down there with him. And, you know, I thought it was going to do modest, modest, modestly good. Like, I thought it would be all right. It was going to do a good store. It was, you know, I, what I seen in the town, what I knew. And not to toot our own horn or anything, but it's it's crazy. It's blown doors off the place. Like, they are busy, busy. And it's it's been awesome. It's been very fortunate for us down there. When did that one open? So that one opened February of this year. That's so awesome. they're just shy of six months, somewhere in there. Or No, they're not. They're four months or something. Anyways, um, so yeah, they're they're killing it. They want to open to more locations. And now we're kind of turning our focus towards franchising um, for the Social Axe brand, especially because the state of Utah. So we've learned that Social Axe goes hand in hand with uh, with beer sales. People come in and they, they want so to get up. It's so weird to me. I know. It sounds crazy. Everyone thinks that. I mean, I know it's fun, but yeah. I feel that it's like, maybe it's like the danger element. Yeah. I, that's something. Everybody loves it. They come in. You know, we're definitely safe about it. You know, we limit our beer sales per person. We try our best to keep everybody safe as possible, but it's just kind of grown hand in hand. And uh, the state of Utah passed a law during COVID that they're no longer allowing new axe throwing venues to sell beer under the so beer recreational license. In, so we're grandfathered in, you know, knock on wood, that stays. Awesome. Um, we can still get beer licenses with axe throwing in the state, but it has to be through restaurant or bar. And I by no means want to start selling shots of liquor to people with axes. The beer's my, <laughs> beer is my end of my limit. Yeah. And yeah. so, I don't know. We just don't know if there's much axe, social axe growth in Utah. So we're going to look at the franchising model because it's showing to be very successful. And we got friends that want to open stores in other states. And so... Yeah, I mean, the, the horizons are still awesome for social acts, but it might lean more franchising and opening in other states where the laws are a little bit easier to get around. So we'll see. You uh, you mentioned the, the beer aspect of it, and I noticed we're here in your, your um, bad caddy location. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I noticed on your window that you have a lot of local brewers. Yep. Um, can you talk a little bit about developing the relationship with them and, yeah. and bringing them on board? Cause Definitely. Yeah. So we have I, a lot of awesome brewers. Here. Oh yeah. They're fantastic. We love all of them too. Uh, so I used to be a beer salesman for Wasatch distributing up in uh, Ogden. So for anyone that doesn't know what that is, that's, that's the Budweiser rep basically oh, okay. for Ogden city. Um, that's their big brand. So they're basically all the breweries make their stuff and then they go through distribution centers and the distribution centers are the ones that, you know, create the salesmen, load the trucks and do all the job for them after they get the beer to them. Right. Uh, so we sold everything. So we sold Budweiser. That was our big brand. That was our national or worldwide brand. But then we also did like Corona Modelo. And then we had Uinta, Moab, Kitos, all everybody, you know what I mean? Um, TF. We had a lot of them all the way down the line. So I, I built a lot of relationships with everybody up there. Um, so before going into social acts and then I've just kind of gone along with that ever since. Like they're some of my, some of my best friends are running the breweries and do a great job. Like, like Utah, we love Utah up in Ogden. That's a fantastic new brewery. They've that just only opened. been open for a couple. They opened like yeah, right two, before the pandemic. three years ago. Like, yeah. yeah. They, yeah, they had to run right <laughs> through it and that's, it was tough, but they did it. Um, and then there's more like Ogden River Brewery just opened up there in Ogden, oh, cool. and now there's Talisman Brewery that opened a little while ago. Talisman is their stuff is legit. I'm yeah. really excited that they branched out into yeah. They're putting beer. cans out now. They're finally doing cans, that's awesome. and that's awesome because we always sell cans, and so that was great. And then uh, you know Roosters are the OGs, and they are really growing their game. They're out at the airport now, and they're they're on fire with their brewery. So yeah, I that's just. Cool. I'm very um, in that world and loved it as a beer guy, and that's kind of where I real like learned because I was the bar route salesman. Oh, okay. 
Okay. And so, so then I'm like in bars and nightlifes all the time. And so I was like, this is awesome. And I love every bit of it. And so owning my own venue that I could do that stuff with has been awesome. You know, and down here we get spoiled. We got TF right next to us, Fisher right next to us. So they're always coming into our venues and throwing axes or hitting golf balls with us. And that's been awesome. And so, that's yeah. Cool. So I just have always been. And so, and then we get our promotions through them because it's like, you know, people like yourself that see it and mm-hmm. then they want to come in and have a beer. Yeah. And that's, that's what we're here for. So, yeah, it's awesome. I, I'm out of the beer game. I, I have a blue moon <laughs> occasionally. Gotcha. So I, I caught some of those names. <laughs> There's so many breweries so, now in Utah. Oh, yeah. There it's are breweries and distilleries. And Lake, it's really yeah. amazing. It's growing like wildfire. Yeah, and then they've of. got the DABC switching things up now, which is. I know. We're going to get, yeah, get, get, get mini bottles. bottles. <laughs> yeah, we get mini bottles back allowed, which is crazy. So that's going to be nuts for like USANA because everybody's going to be putting them in their boots. Oh, you for know? Sure. <laughs> <laughs> so. That's awesome. Utah's yeah. slowly growing up. We'll, we'll get yeah, there. We'll get there. We'll get there. So. So speaking of hitting golf balls, how did this, you know, what was the genesis yeah. of this place? Yeah. So, <laughs> um, you know, we've gotten along. We've worked well at the DABC. I don't want to speak bad by any means, but that law change really sucked. Like that was a bummer for us because we really wanted to grow a lot more social acts brands in Utah. And we definitely still can and could see success without beer, but we just kind of learned that's part of our brand. And uh, so that was a bummer. Um, and I'd gone out to... I've seen a couple of, so so for people that don't know what this is that are listening, Bad Caddy Golf is an indoor (laughs) golf simulation business. So we have seven golf simulators that are in our venue that can play over 110 different golf courses, about 20, no, maybe not 20, 15 to 20 uh, golf uh, games. So like interactive golf games where you have to hit certain things and use certain clubs and do certain stuff. And then we have three of them that have um, other games. So they have a simulator for golf, foot, uh, foot golf, hockey, uh, gun shooting game, disc golf, and uh, baseball. And so I saw these popping up kind of all over Utah, these, these these businesses, but a lot of them were running kind of gym membership style. So it was like these guys were buying these things and then charging a gym membership, and you would just go into a facility. And they're it's nice like facilities. Massage envy. <laughs> yeah, something like that. And you would just use the simulator because most of them are focusing on the sport of golf and the practice of golf, right? So you're getting like more professionals for a lack of a better yeah term. that's like what those were <laughs> yeah so like those memberships and i'm sure that there's people that just do it for fun but mm-hmm. i think that was kind of where that was going towards mm-hmm. and just coming from the entertainment side of social acts and from the beer world i was like we could turn this into essentially like an indoor top golf like a, it needs to be an entertainment venue that's a ton of fun and that's kind of where my creativity and my team's creativity comes out is just kind of making the fun brands and that's what i like doing and enjoy doing that's what i've learned um and so yeah, so we saw them popping up. Well, there was another uh, brand out in Vegas that was a entertainment side, and I went out there and hit some balls and, and had a great time there and then checked out a few here in Utah, and I was like, all right, we, this is great. So we can't get around that law with social acts, and that's fine, so let's check out something else. And we wanted to grow, and we've always wanted to grow into another brand and do other things, and that was just the transition. It was like, all right, well, let's do this. And so that's where Bad Caddy came from. And so going down that road um, – Bad Caddy, it's it's just kind of a compilation of all your favorite golf stuff. If even if you don't like golf, everyone's seen Happy Gilmore, <laughs> you know, everyone's seen Caddyshack yeah, yeah. or something like that. Friends listen know. to Endless Love in the Dark. Yes, right. And so that's where we kind of just kind of compiled it all. So we've got our logo as a gopher, um, nice. you know, which is from the from <laughs> Caddyshack. I've got a giant neon on the wall. If you guys ever come in and check it out, it says it's all in the hips, kind of like from uh, Happy Gilmore when Chubbs is teaching him how to golf or how to putt. And he's like, it's all <laughs> in the hips. Right. And then we've got artwork throughout the location. 
that just kind of has a little spin on you know that fun golf so stuff. Fun. Class, so we got like black. Okay, but let's talk about these <laughs> chandeliers. Yeah, the these chandeliers. golf club these? chandeliers. It's like one of my first questions I wrote down. Yeah. I was like, let's talk about these. So these chandeliers, okay. So we uh, we hired a designer to help us kind of put together the store, and she found them. She found them on Etsy, and they weren't these ones. It was like somebody had made something similar, right? And it wasn't a distributor or anything. Somebody we could buy it from. Well, my dad is like the craftiest guy in the world. So my dad builds almost all the stores we open. And he's he like, was I like, got this. He was like, I got this. So he's like, go to go to the DI and buy a truck, like literally a dump truck full. Not a dump golf truck, clubs. but the back yeah. of my truck bed full of golf clubs and bring them to me. And so he welded up some frames, added some lighting, and then we painted it all gold and hung them. And I told him right now, and I think everyone else has kind of mentioned the same thing. I was like, we're in the wrong business because every golfer that's come in. I was just going to say, do you have people like, that walk in that are like, I need that? Can I buy it? <laughs> yeah, everybody does. And I'm like. Maybe we should be in that business because dang. Bad caddy industries. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like Especially everybody. going to DI and I'm sure that. Yeah. It was like, I think so every, cheap. I think I bought them for $2 a club. So, I mean, you're probably looking at $50 cost, right? So that's it's not amazing. Bad. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, that's kind of like, we know we like the, you know, the intimate spin on the store, the fun, exciting experience on the store. The simulators are a great time. And we knew that taking our experience from social acts that me and my team could come over here and and make it work over here so are you celebrating your one-year anniversary right um for here yeah no 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 no. we just barely open oh just no, barely we're like in the baby oh stages. my goodness yeah we're in the we're in the i don't know where i got that from speaking of i i came last week with my friend and hit the ball around um we had a great time but i i was scared that i was gonna like damage the screen and stuff like that what what words can you give people to like not be fearful of i would say come in here and don't stress like this that's what we are <laughs> here for and we're here for you to practice and have a good time and i have watched guys hit that thing harder than can be you know and nothing just gets loud that's all it is you know especially when the soccer ball comes out and you got like we had a team of uh, folks come through and, and kick and play and um, i mean they're kicking as hard as they can trying to bust you know trying to break stuff which please don't come and try and break stuff but you know what i mean like it's it's designed to take the hit they've they've built it our, our people that uh, we bought these from it's called true golf simulation uh built it to take a punch and they knew it was going to be in a uh commercial uh building not just somebody's basement right so they're there to take a hit and have fun and play golf on them so we have people pull the driving range we have a lot of driving range games like a lot and so people come in here and they have to smack them as hard as they can. You can hear that in the background. I don't know if you guys might be able to hear that, but that was somebody hitting their golf ball right now. So it gets are, a little loud. Are you loud. finding more just like leisurely golfers or people that are right now at the top of their game that are just looking for like a quiet place to like be focused? Um, leisurely. Right now we're so young and I couldn't give you too much intel, but we like after five o'clock, it's definitely more of a nightlife venue. Mm -hmm. It's more of just come in here, have a beer and hit some balls during the day. Like these gentlemen that are here right now, they're just, I don't know if the, how good of at the sport they are. They seem pretty good, but they're just here to play a course and hang out and have pizza and beer. That's cool. So, yeah. yeah I think talk it's about more, your menu. Yeah. So our menu, um, our menu is a little bit small at the moment, but we're working on growing it, but we focus on it being, being good. Right. You had so, me at prosciutto. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So our prosciutto pizza is delicious. Right. Uh, topped with fresh mozzarella, prosciutto and basil. It's awesome. Our margarita pizza is one of the best, uh, caprese pizza. Absolutely love that one. And then we have some, you know, some everybody loves meat lovers or chicken bacon ranch style pizza. I don't golf, but I come in for the pizza and just sit yeah. and look at the chandeliers. So that's something that we learned. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so we, 
<laughs> exactly. That's what we. Yeah, that's what you want to come in for. That's what we're here for. So it does. I guess that's kind of a good thing to say is that you don't have to come in and golf. You can come in and just grab a pizza and watch a game. We'll have sports on our TVs. You can come in nice. and you know we've even thought about doing movie nights. Like on the Fourth of July, I wanted to do like a, a Jaws or a Sandlot movie night, but I couldn't get it figured out on our system yet. So we're working on it. But uh, yeah, I mean, you can you rent the simulators for more than just lot and do it on the side of your building, especially because it's a giant like white building, yeah. right? Yeah, it'll probably work good. <laughs> But that's another thing too. Is like we're looking at other ideas for our simulators because you can come in and rent the booth and put on a you know UFC fight or something, or put on the foot, put on Super Bowl on the middle one and play golf on the side ones or something like that. So we're working on it. But we also do bone-in wings. Uh, right now my uh, menus are kind of small. We're updating them again already. But we'll have quite a few different sauces and dry rubs for our wings right now. Right now it's just the buffalo, but we are experimenting and growing into the wings probably next week. So. Yeah, very no, nice. No one's ever mad about pizza. Yeah, pizza and wings are the easiest things. Yeah. They're the easiest for everybody to like, right? But we wanted to make sure that they're good. So we've had a lot of people come in. I had one of my friends come in on Saturday. He didn't even tell me he was coming in. Played around and then texted me and said, hey, golf was fun, but your pizzas were amazing. And I was like, oh, nice. sweet. Nice. <laughs> like, that's awesome. So, that's awesome. Yeah. Well, we're, we're podcasting in... And you recently became part of a podcast. We are Utah yeah. podcast. Yeah. Yep. So we uh, we are Utah as a podcast with my buddy Jordan Wheeler. Um, he's a real estate agent here in Utah. Uh, he was doing a podcast with his buddy um, for a little while. They did like ten to fifteen episodes, um, and ended up not working out. They went separate ways on it. And he called me up and said, "Hey, I'd love this. I want to keep going. Do you have any interest?" And I was like, "And I I was in. This was last year. It was on my thirtieth." I was in New York for my 30th. That's where my wife and I wanted to go and check out the city. And nice. we were there. And he texted me. And I was like, yeah, sure. And I just didn't even <laughs> think totally about it. I totally didn't even think about no. it because people always ask you important questions when you're on vacation. Yeah. And, and then I'm you're like, like uh, <laughs> what did I commit to? Exactly. Sure, exactly. let's talk when I get back. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. I should have said that. Right? No, I love doing it. I'm just kidding. But, uh, yeah, it's, I was like, yeah, sure, I'm in. So I got back, and we went full force right out of the gate. The last – so we were doing a podcast a week. Um our show is kind of similar to your guys's. We're looking for business owners, people in the community, you know, at any walks of life, really, to just kind of tell stories. Uh, we've focused mo- mainly on business so- uh, owners so far, but we've had a few athletes come on. We had a few coaches come on from, like, we just did one with the Ogden uh, Mustangs, and then we uh, they did the, uh, he was the coach of that team. We just did one with him, and then we have, like, the, is it the, I don't want to butcher this. I think it's Wasatch Senate, the football team that just popped up. I can't remember what it is. It's a, it's one of the lower class ones. Our new team. It's here in Salt Lake. Yeah, it's it's like that's amazing. Yeah, and so we did you know we did a podcast with those guys, and then like a lot of breweries. We've done a lot of breweries. I love it. Those are my favorite ones. Um, but yeah, it's been a ton of fun. So I didn't know I was I didn't know I was gonna love it as much as I did. Like it was it's a great time. I think it's fun. So we've done 25 episodes I think together, and we intend on keep on going. Summer's hard because he's a real estate agent, so he's gotten a lot busier right now. Yeah. And then with me opening back caddy. So we've been kind of dry air for the last three weeks, which I absolutely hate now that I love it so much. It's hard. Like when you can't put an episode out, you're like, everyone's going to leave us, right? We're going to lose our followers yeah, or lose our listeners. Yeah, learn how to bank your episodes. Yeah. So I, if it was up to me, <laughs> I love it so much. I told Jordan, I was like, if it was up to me and I could get him to do it, I'd do six hours a day. Like not a day, but in a week and just load them up. Just pack it up. But he... He's not up for that. He wants to be a little bit more fresh. So if you have any advice <laughs> to help me get him on board with that, let me know. So, <laughs> so you're 25 episodes in. What's the most favorite thing that you've learned about Utah businesses so far doing this? That word, that Utah's awesome. And I love it. And everyone that loves doing business here and everybody has their hurdles and problems, but 
it's there's such tight knit communities, but there's also expanding communities like Ogden to Salt Lake. We have so many folks like we we did some episodes with roosters that are in both right now, right? And then all the breweries are talking about how they're in both and um, growing in the state, and everyone's coming together a lot more in that you know in the you know beer universe. Um, and it's just a ton of fun. And then like we we've talked with a few real estate agents that are just excited for the growth, and that's nice to see in here, and excited for the people moving here that are loving the state because like I feel like. With Utah, I mean, how many people, how many times you've been somewhere where we're like, oh, you're from Utah, you know, and Every you just time. get that bad rep, but I'm like, dude, you guys have no idea. Like, it's like, you don't know. You're, you're missing out. Like, yes, there's political issues. Yes, there's, you know, uh, uh, religious issues that you could complain about, but whatever, right? A lot of states have that, though. Yeah, everyone has yeah. it. Every state has problems. And so, but like, people don't realize we have so many reservoirs right here, right next to us, so many ski resorts right here. Like, everyone says Denver's a better one. I'm like, you go to Denver and you want to ski? You're two hours, you're an hour and a half away. You want to come here and ski? You're 30 you minutes. You can go to, like, five different resorts yeah. in one day. And, like, well, it's like in an hour of each yeah. other, right, <laughs> at yeah. the most. And so, yeah, it's just been awesome to hear everybody loves opening their businesses here and the success that a lot of because we do a lot of restaurants and a lot of breweries and stuff that we talk to the most and real estate agents a lot and the success that they've all had since covid kind of not ended but ended you know what i mean whatever you want to call the stage we're in right now just the everyone coming back out and coming to see them and showing support people want to be out now yeah yep and so it's been it's been fun it's been a good time who's your who's your like ultimate everybody has an ultimate like i really want to I really want to get this person on my show. Do you have one yet? Yeah. Or are you still too new in the game? No, <laughs> I have one. I have one. Just because I love the industry and love what these guys are doing. I have a couple. Uh, Michael McHenry from the McHenry Group. I think you guys did an episode with him. Yeah. Dude, that guy, I don't know that guy on any level. I just follow his social media and the growth of his businesses, and I love what he's doing, and I'd love to did just you see? Uh, do you follow him. him on Instagram? Did yeah. you see his crazy like, cliff diving yeah, stuff just he just did? Yeah. It was amazing. Yeah, that guy's <laughs> awesome. I would love to talk with him. Um, I think it's Aaron Wags with Wags Capital, the ones that are uh, partners with him, and they're investing in a lot of restaurants in Utah. I'd love to talk with that guy as well. And, um, but I think just a new rings. Dirty Bird is opening down in Riverton. Yeah, like yep. on August 10th. They just opened Clearfield like last week. I think. Oh, yeah. nice. Yeah, and so, so he's I'm, I'm going to go to that, and they'll probably be there. And you yeah, can I'll pop in with you. And yeah, kind of insert myself right <laughs> and say, "Hey, come on my show." Well, yeah, I, d- I just reached out through Instagram, and I found out later he's that very, Steve kind of res- knew he's him. He's very yeah. responsive yeah. on Instagram. I'll have to I'll have to message him. But yeah, I think that'd be a cool a cool guest to have on and. Uh, you know, maybe some of the jazz players. I don't know who plays on the jazz anymore. They traded everybody last week. I know, what just week. happened? Jeez. Yeah. <laughs> uh, that'd be cool. Um, and then the governor. I'd love to have the governor on because I want to ask him about the water. I want to know what dude. we're doing about our water problem. That's probably why he won't come on my show. <laughs> <laughs> Not that he's doing a bad job, but he's just probably sick of people asking, right? Yeah. Yeah. But the water nice. thing scares me a little bit. It is. Yeah, I, I just scary. had some friends tell me they're moving to Maryland because they want to be in a blue state with water. Yeah, it's that crazy. There. Yeah. Like not yeah. to get political on the show, but that the yep. water freaks me out a little bit because we just kind of keep consuming it. And my, I feel my like biggest I see thing, a big plan I literally just sent out a tweet like two weeks ago to the to the governor and to my cons- my rep who's not. I'm not going to mention because they're turd. But uh, <laughs> I was like, there's two ga- two car washes being built within seven miles of each other. Yeah. Do we not see a problem with this if we have a water issue? Yeah. <laughs> you want to hear the craziest idea? <laughs> yes. So uh, I'm sure you probably already heard it on the news. They've been talking about it. But have you heard about that Pacific pipeline? Pipeline. Yep. I, Great Salt Lake. Yeah. I don't even know if it's feasible. I have no experience. I have no knowledge of it. But it sounds like a good idea to me. I I'm agree. like, could you really pipe a line and fill that Great Salt Lake back up? It's like the things that drive me nuts is that 
the water dwindling is bad and like seeing the desert is blah and I don't want to see as much of that desert that where there used to be water that's I, you can have that argument all day the, the thing that's driving me nuts is the amount of dust we've our had air quality our yep. dust has been so bad hear, in the last little bit <laughs> my nose is like I feel like anytime it. the dust picks up a little <laughs> bit driving into Salt Lake it's just covering the place right yeah um but no I'd like yeah I just want to know like what's what's on the horizon for that so yeah anyways it'll happen yeah. I'm doing my part. I don't drink a lot of water, and we haven't um, watered our lawn <laughs> in hey, months. I'm, so. I'm trying to get people to come golf indoors instead of outdoors, yeah. right? There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Not so to speak bad. Yes, I love, I like I love real life golf, and I love the golf courses, but I mean, how much water are they using, right? So, uh, anyways. Probably millions of gallons. Yeah. But yeah, I think Michael McHenry would be a cool guest to have on. He seems like a cool guy. And I, I think we're in similar businesses, so I'd mm-hmm. love to just learn from him. So. And Ethan from Thirst. Have you guys seen that guy from Thirst Nation, from Thirst Thirsty Drinks? Uh, I've seen no. the Thirst. That guy, you should get Thanks. him on because I'd love to get him on, onto the show too. <laughs> he, that guy is a go-getter. I think he's in his young 20s and he's out there opening all those thirst stores and oh, wow. killing it and doing a great job. And I, I feel like that be, whole industry, you really have to be a go-getter because there's, yeah, so, there's so many of them. The cookie business. Yeah. It's kind of like it's kind of like the the niches with your streaming services, right? Like people only want to pay for Netflix and Disney Plus, or they only pay for HBO Max. Now it's kind of the same thing. It's like you're going Fizz, you're going Thirst, or you're going uh, what's the other sugar. one? Twisted Sugar. Yeah, it's my new jam. Yeah, yeah. it'd be cool to get Banana someone on to talk about the. Uh, <laughs> it'd be cool to get someone on to talk about the uh, the cookie wars going on. Ooh, yeah. I'm sure that's a tender subject, but <laughs> like the fact that they put billboards up saying that our cookies are so good, we're getting sued. I they was like, did? what? Yeah. That's awesome. It's so crazy. So, Who did that? Uh, so it's, last it's, I heard, it's, it's Crumble suing cookie, something dough and... Sturdy. Dirty, dirty dough. dough. I, think it was, uh-huh. I think it was dirty dough. I think there's yep. a bigger and one, then, right? Um, and then there's a chip. third one. It's either Chip or Crave. I can't remember which one. I think it might be Crave. I don't think it was Chip, but yeah. Crusty Crumble. <laughs> and frankly, Choco, I feel whatever. that the only case that they'll have is is maybe the logo. But you can't trademark yeah. a recipe, so. Yeah. But, yeah, I'm curious. I feel like I'd love to know if it was real or not. <laughs> like, are you guys just trying to sell more cookies? Or is this really a lawsuit Oh, no, problem, it's right? legit. <laughs> I know. I'm sure it really is. But you hear weird things like that, right, all it's the just, time. But, so. the, but the, who did that a few years ago? Swig and somebody else. Probably Swig head and to head. Fizz or yeah. Swig and, yeah. Yeah. So, so delicious. Utah businesses. Yeah. Yeah. So as much as I love all the Utah businesses and recording them, there's obviously some drama, you know, in some of this. Some Come of this share stuff. the drama. Let's but yeah. let us help you win or lose your. I, I have because case. I'm not. I'm not a golfer. I, I mean, I like miniature golf, but I, have, I haven't been on an actual course in a really long time. How does a place like Bad Caddy? Like, what would make me want to spend more time here versus a place like Top Golf? Yeah, yeah. So I think, um, so behind you there, Jessica, is our other games that we offer, and I think that's gonna kind of keep you here a little I'm longer. Play the Wild West. Yeah, so there's, there's a the skeleton. Wild West Shooter is a fun game because you have to. It's it's a quick it's a draw. Quick draw. Yeah. So you have to quick draw. So your friends are watching you quick draw, guy, <laughs> and it's a good time. And your and hand then, gets stuck in your pocket. Yeah. Yep. And then <laughs> hockey and soccer, you're playing against a goalie. So you're trying to beat the goalie, and you can turn the goalie from easy, medium, and hard. If you turn him to medium or higher, you'll never beat him. Like, I can't beat him. It's impossible. But uh, that's the kind of things that you'll see people turn into contests and stuff like that. And then the golf simula- or the golf interactive games, 
they're a lot of fun. Even if you don't golf, like our our uh, our bad caddies here, um, our staff, they will uh, we call them the bad caddies. That's they awesome. will come in and uh, give you a quick rundown on a swing. They're not gonna. I mean, golf is like the hard golf is like the chess of sports. Like it's a lot to know and learn, but they can give you a quick rundown so you can at least swing a couple and have some fun and play like, some. Don't of the throw games. out your back, please. So, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but there's a lot of stuff, and then obviously the food and the drink, you know, keeps you here a little bit and. Yeah, encourage you guys to have fun. We have a little mini putt putt course right there underneath the It's All in the Hips. So you can do some TikToks and some Instagrams. That's over there. Yeah, right. And hang out. We got couch and lounge space for everybody to hang out a little longer when they're done golfing if they want. Um, we're gonna have an outdoor patio hopefully in the spring. We've got, we're trying to you know we're working on the permits and all that jazz to get that built come springtime. Um, or we'll have some <laughs> cornhole and other things like that that we'll put outside and People just make it more of a lounge hole. place. Yeah, <laughs> they yeah. really do. Yeah. And so. That's kind of our goal is to do something like that to where it'll, you know, when you get done, you don't have to feel like you have to leave. And then, yeah, it's similar. I mean, you think you can run a very similar experience to Top Golf. You'll come in and play a few games and hang out, drink a beer or two, have a slice of pizza, and probably be on your way, right? Or you can come in and you can play. Like, these guys are playing a full 18 holes. They're going to be here for like three hours, right? But if you compare that to real life golf, like and being outside when it's 101 degrees. Yeah, you play a full 18 in Salt Lake County right now. All the courses are slammed because it's it's like prime golf season, even in the heat, right? So you're going to play a full 18. It's going to take you four to six hours, where these guys might be able to do it in three to four tops, and they can do it after work and be home, so, you know, or during work or whatever, you know. I know um, something. They yeah. might see more of their families. Yeah, exactly. That's what I always joke around. I'm Spend like, you're not going to be able to hide here. Family, yeah. a family friendly you can't business. hide here and say that it's, say it's the course's fault. Um, but, uh, yeah, uh, the way to look at it is is if the, most times you will get, you know, two to three to four tops um, that come in and play courses. And uh, for one person, it takes one hour to play 18 holes. So for four people, it would take four hours to play a full 18 holes. Uh, nine holes is just cut in half, so two hours. Uh, a lot of people come in, they'll play nine and get their fix. We get a lot of ones and two tops that'll come in and play nine holes in an hour, and they got their fix for their golf, and they're out the door. So, And then we do supply clubs here, so it's it's a walk-in off the street type thing. Like If you want to roll in and play golf, we have, um, for anyone that uh, knows golf information and golf clubs and whatnot, we have Sticks Golf. Uh, they're very nice sets. We, we spent some money on them, so you guys can come here and play some good stuff. And we've also got all the other sport equipment here for the other simulators so that folks can just pop in on their lunch break. Like, that's what I'd love to see is some lunch break crowds come in and, you know, hit the balls for 45 minutes and have a pizza and a beer. Well, I guess probably not beer, but a pizza and a drink and go back to work. No one needs (laughs) to know. Yeah. But you're downtown, so that is definitely a possibility. Yep, and that's what we're we're in hopes for, you know. I mean, we're under a lot of construction here on 3rd West, so. Yeah, the the post is coming in. Do you know know what's going to be there and how it might? From what I understand, it's it's a live, work, loft, restaurant, everything. Like that's basically a little city inside of our city. It's the, is the post. Uh, it looks really cool. I know they've got a giant patio space. They got restaurants going in. They got you know, I'm like I'm guessing some kind of small convenience stores are going to be in there, along with fancy stores of some sorts. I'm sure. Um, and then I think it, I don't want don't quote me. I think it's like 2,000 units. Like it's big. It's a lot. That might be that might be high, but I know it's a lot. But lot. it would like make. I mean, it's a whole block space, so yeah. that would be. So it might be even. Sense. It might be even. I might be way off. It might be way more than that. And I'm sure it's not going to be done once they say it's done. I'm sure the other half will start or something like that, which I'm not complaining about. It's bringing folks in and giving places for people to live. Um, and then they're redoing Third West down in front of Salt Lake or Social Act Salt Lake, almost all the way up to here. I think it stops at like Eight South. Um, we're on fourth but 
that's been a nightmare all summer. But I that's just been a nightmare thinking. since last year. Let's be honest. Yeah, <laughs> I, yeah, and it's going to be a nightmare next summer too because they already just gave us a notice saying that the east side of the road is going to get pushed to next summer. But I think like the twenty one hundred to seventeen is done is going to be done this year, and then seventeen to thirteen might be done this year, but thirteen to ninth is going to be next summer. Well, fortunately, Utah runs in blocks, and so it's it can still be easy to get. Yeah, here. exactly. It's still pretty easy <laughs> to get to us, and at the same time, it's going to be worth it because they're putting in a bike path and a scooter path, oh, so that's it'll wonderful. make things safer. They're putting in more lights. They're putting in more, you know, space um, for folks to be able to walk. Because uh, we went to a, I went to a city a city meeting for it in twenty nineteen. And they were talking about in front of that Lowe's is like one of the most dangerous parts of Salt Lake getting hit. Like oh, I believe hit it. All the time in front of that Lowe's. So that's why they're doing yeah. it. And the Walmart, the Lowe's and the Walmart. Mm-hmm. And so that's why they're putting it in. So I know there's a light at the end of the tunnel because it's going to be a lot nicer. And they're also, you know, going to put some trees in and whatnot. So that'll be great. Yeah. As long as they don't put in grass because we ain't got any water for grass. <laughs> <laughs> a little bit of water for trees. I can take that. Um, let me look at my. Anyways. What have been some um, creative aspects of um, building this venue? You know, yeah. There's the the chandeliers and and the decor. What other kind of creative things have you discovered along the way? Yeah, so I think um, that's a great question. Uh, I would say that letting my team do a lot of it. So, uh, quick shout out to my partners, uh, my dad Mark Floyd and Steve Lister, my other partner, and then. Um, Devin Watanabe, who is our general manager of this location, she has made this her baby and added a lot of love and, and, and help to it and design ideas and like the menu is all her and making it awesome. And so that's kind of something that I've been focusing on. I think my mentality with social acts when I first started was coming from a working aspect of like, I have to do everything, right? Which that's still there, but letting my team and trusting them delegate. to do more and delegate to where they can do more and they, they have more creativity they can they can put into the game and more and more like of their hard work being shown instead of just me saying nope that's how we're gonna do it and that's it's hard when it's your baby and you just have like expectations for something so that's definitely understandable yeah and i think and so devin came over from social acts and so i i think she saw that i I, it's kind of a weird transition (laughs) it's kind of a weird transition because from social acts i was like always like here's what we're doing here's how we're doing it here's what we're doing here's how we're doing it and then now she'll send me ideas and i'm like are we doing that? And she's like, what? Right. I'm like, yeah, I want you to do it. I want you like, let me know. Like, let's, let's let, this is your time to shine and, 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 and handle this store and, and go to work on it. And so that says a lot about you though, as an owner to have that trust for, yeah. for somebody to I do try. that. That's I try. I appreciate that. Um, but yeah, it's been awesome. And so like I had a conversation with her two weeks ago cause we, I had a manager that's no longer at my Ogden store. So I'm like, well, I'm going back to run that store. And that's when I had the, like the real conversation. I'm like we've been, we're two months in, this is you. Like you wanted this, show me you can handle this store. It's all you. And she's been doing that since before then. But like, it's just having that conversation of trusting my team and knowing that I trust that her and her team can handle this one. Um, along with Alex, who's our night manager here, they can get this thing successful and, and kill it. And I'll be there along the way if they need help. So. Um, that's a good segue. What are the hours of the location? Yeah. Yep. So that, right now we info are. Info. Yeah. Right now, so we're 400 uh, South, 300 West Salt Lake City. Or 451 South, 300 West Salt Lake City. So we're pretty much in downtown, right? Um, and we are open right now Tuesday through Sunday. We close on Mondays just to catch Eight. a breather, and you know we want to grow into Mondays, but we're not that busy enough during the days we are open yet to grow into it. We're hoping to get there by you know winter. T- I think winter time will be a will drastically different yeah. story for us here. 
Um, so we're 10 a.m. to 10 p.m. during Tuesday through Thursday. Uh, Friday and Saturday are both 10 to 11 p.m. And then Sunday's 10 to 8. Uh, and, yeah, you can book at badcaddy.com. Pop in on there and, and book a reservation for a bay there. Uh, we are $20 an hour per person. Um, so it's similar to going bowling. It's similar to going axe throwing. It's similar to all your other nightlife activities. Uh, and it's a great experience. Um, you can book at badcaddy.com. You can always reach out to us on our emails, on our on our uh, social media, Instagram, Facebook, TikTok. We're on all of those. So if you ever need anything, like we're pretty active on those as well. Um, can I go to easier. Ruby Snap and get cookies and come uh, play the Wild West game? You definitely can. Yes. You definitely can. So I would I would say that we don't want to advertise that we allow outside food too often. That's but fair. desserts are always the if thing I that we allow. If I put a cookie yeah. in my pocket. No, you're okay. Desserts are, <laughs> desserts are always allowed outside because we don't <laughs> offer desserts. Um, but we'd like to, you know, we like to cater. We're trying to build a menu that can cater to everybody. So we have our menu here that's pretty good that also has gluten-free gluten -free options. That's awesome. Um, we're working on vegan right now. We're trying to find a crust that's really good. So that's that's kind of the hard part is um, creating the crust. And so there's a few options. I know somebody there. if you want me to get to in touch yes, with them. Yes, please send them okay. my way because we'd love to be able to offer, you know, Salt Lake is such a diverse city. And we want to be able to offer all the <laughs> menu options that we can that, you know, people would want to come here and eat and have dinner and be able to have a good time. So... With your pa you said you were gonna have a patio. Are you gonna like have bands out there? And like, what's your plan for your? I don't know. We aren't. Patio. I don't know if we're that far along yet. So we have a really good space in the I'm back. Th I'm thinking in the future for you. I'm yeah. No, I appreciate <laughs> it. I appreciate it. We have a good space in the back. I envision definitely a covered patio because it's so hot during the summer. Maybe some misters on there. A little bit of cornhole area. I mean, like the fake turf, fake grass. I don't know if we'll have bands or something. I think that would be that'd be cool if we could. Um, that's kind of the thing that we've always had the hard time with with social acts is we've tried to lean into the bar world, but it really is like an activity of come in and, and have your time and see you later. Yeah. Like a bowling alley. Gotcha. Um, and that's where I, I'm, I think this might lean the same way, but we do want to try more on this brand of being a place where you can just come in and have a drink and have a beer, have a pizza and not have to feel like you have to golf. Social acts is built. Like you walk in, you're like, oh, if we don't. Like throw, if I don't pick up an axe, there's nowhere to gonna sit. fall off. Yeah, there's nowhere to like there's nowhere to like she doesn't have the space. So in here we built the space a little bit differently to have more leisure space and comfort where you can come in on your and just maybe even just use our Wi Fi and have a pizza. You know what I mean? And so the patio, I kinda wanna see that emulated back there to where it's like you can come in here kinda like people stop at breweries, right? And they just have a beer and work on their computer and then they go home. And so same here. So nice. yeah. I, I work remotely, so I, I might do that sometime at club yeah. for Yeah, come in, use the Wi-Fi, pop in over the couch, <laughs> take a table, and, and hang out. You know, can get a can I take a nap on the couch? I, I mean, they are nice. <laughs> they are comfy. I will say that. I will say that. So they are comfy. So. What are some big um, picture goals for uh, Bad Caddy? Yeah, so I think um, we definitely want to grow more locations if this one shows success. That's our goal. Our goal right now is to show success in this one, prove the concept of the brand. My Gilbert friends already called me from Gilbert, Arizona, and said, if you can prove it works, I want one. They want to open a franchise down there. What's and the so timeline? I'm, I'm just going to interrupt really quick. What's the timeline for that now that you've been through social acts and you've seen how how that one worked? Yeah. Is there like a timeline expectation for that for you? Um, I think that I, so, okay. So the, no pressure. The social acts, no, 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 no. So just to brainstorm a little bit. So with social acts, kind of the beginning story that I told you guys, we grew to Ogden, did fantastic, grew to Salt Lake, did fantastic, did grew to Orem. And one of the reasons I feel like Orem didn't do as well is we weren't prepared for the community that, uh, that we were moving into and we didn't, um, 
I wasn't not to say that I have to be there to be successful, but like at Just the time, what's going on. at the time I'd kind of set the business up to do that. That's where I've learned like to give away a lot of the power, let my staff do what they, what they do and let them shine. Orem, it was kind of like I was just overheading that, but I wasn't there. Mm-hmm. So I wasn't seeing why it wasn't doing so well or why it wasn't or why it was some nights, right? And so learning that lesson with Bad Caddy, I think that I would like to see this for one year. Just do what it, do what it does. Let's get some numbers. Let's get some stuff in front of us. Prove it's going to work. Prove it's a good concept and that people actually enjoy it um, and that it's making money, right? Obviously, that's also what we're here for. So uh, prove that it makes money. And then from there, I'd love to see it grow. Uh, I've got my eyes on a few cities that I think would be great. I think Farmington Station would be awesome. Um, I talked, so there's another one of these going into the Traverse Mountain area. Uh, It's called, it's called X golf. It's a competitor of ours. that's going in there. I met that guy at the DABC. So I met, I can't remember his name. I feel bad. I met him at the DABC and I had one of the best conversations I've ever had with a competitor. Like he came up and he was like, dude, I don't want to step on your toes and I don't want you to step on mine. Cause with ax throwing, that's what we did. Ax throwing, we stepped on everybody's toes and we didn't like, I didn't intentionally do that. But nobody called anyone and was like, hey, are you going to Lehigh? Because I don't want to go to Lehigh if you're going to Lehigh. Like, that phone call would have saved all of us hundreds of thousands of dollars probably, sure. right? Yeah. So having the conversation with this guy at X-Golf, he was like, I don't have intentions of stepping on your toes, but I do, like, if you, and I don't want you to step on mine, but, like, we should call each other before we open. And I said, well, I don't have any intentions of going south. And he said, well, I want to go south. So, I mean, he's got a million five people down there, or not a million, five million two down in Utah County, you know. So I don't know if he's going south or not, but that kind of made me think, well, we could probably put some in north or we could put some in like mid Salt Lake and we'll see. Out of that new complex they're building in Harriman. But I just would like to see it prove that it's going to work. And then, you know, I like kind of like the quarters game, like how they did one in Salt Lake. Now they got one in Sugar House. I kind of like Sugar House area. I didn't nice know this, uh, so I'm out of the loop. I've been po- I've been podcasted. <laughs> I I was the producer the producer of my podcast, so like my finger is like on the pulse of everything. And yeah. for like the last year, my brain is like, oh. so that is amazing. Yeah, I they I'm just so happy up, for them. Yeah, they just opened up Quarters Sugar House, is what they nice. call it, and it's it's a cool venue. I haven't That's been cool. in yet, but I've seen their social media. They just opened last weekend. Oh, um, good yeah, for them. So their social yeah Friday, and their social media is showing that it looks fantastic, and they put food in there. But yeah, I like the Sugar House area, you know. Um, it's but the old Sugar House Coffee or what, what What was in there. I can't remember what it was, but it yeah. is a nice building. I yeah. mean, it's in a prime spot. It's huge. It's two levels. It's a cool spot. It kind of has – you guys watch Stranger Things? Yeah. I mean, it kind of has that, like, mall theme that they had in Season 3, right? It has, like, two levels, and then everything's 80s and arcade-ish. I thought it was cool. So, um, But I think with Bad Caddy, I think that we want to get a year under our belt and see where we're at and then either focus on another location or it would go to a franchising model. Um, we've learned that that's a, that's a lot of fun. It's really cool because I can, it can run itself, which on a business aspect is great. And uh, we can pop in and check it out, and it gives me a reason to go to Arizona now all the time. Like every winter, I'll probably be down there. And uh, like not in the summertime. Yeah, not in the summertime. I don't know how anyone <laughs> lives either. there in the summer. Is beyond me. Well, speaking so. of Stranger Things and going south, I went to Albuquerque this past weekend. I saw that that roller <laughs> rink you went to. Yeah, dude, where they filmed it. Yeah, that was it, awesome. it was really cool. That was way awesome. That's where they filmed it. I didn't know yeah. that. Yeah. Okay, that's awesome. I didn't know that. My it was skating. all filming locations, yeah. wasn't it? That you guys went to. Um. Well, we went to a concert Saturday night. Train, Jewel, and um, uh, Blues Traveler, and this awesome guy called uh, Thunderstorm Artist was like the opener. Opener, the very first guy. A black guy guitar he killed it i posted on my facebook him doing mm-hmm. the beatles blackbird which was awesome nice. but um 
the morning before the concert, we, that's when we went to the roller skating ring. And, you know, we all, it was Linda's first time roller skating. Me and Sarah haven't been roller skating in ages. So we, most of the time we were like right after a deer being born out yeah. there, just like the little kids with yeah. like the walkers with yeah. the tennis yeah. balls yeah. on the bottom of them. I should have got a walker because <laughs> I only went around like twice. It, I, it was ugly. Those are making a comeback. Did you hear about the one that just announced opening in Ogden? Yeah, I heard about it. Oh, yeah. That's the coolest thing ever. Skating Yeah, so there's a, I don't know the guy's name, but I know that he used to be a DJ at Classic Fun Center in Leighton and in Ogden. And I think that's where his passion came from. So he's opening another roller rink in downtown Ogden. And I think it's a fantastic idea. I, I don't think know I'm older those. than both of you. But that is what I used to do in like sixth grade. I don't we would go why to they classic died. fun. I, don't I why know. They went away. Yeah. yeah. Well, there's still the one on like 90th. Yeah, there's still the one in Leighton too. The one in Leighton's still there, but they turn into these like the fun center part, right? Yes. Instead uh-huh. of just the cool roller rink. So then, not to badmouth, but it's just no. Yeah, but like I hope I hope that opens more doors for like <laughs> I know we have a good uh, like a roller derby league here. Yeah. I hope that helps it ex- expand because I think it's awesome. And I think that we all. I'm not brave see, enough, but I hope he does. <laughs> Yeah, I hope he does the uh, the '80s theme. I hope he does the Stranger Things idea. Like it looks like that. I think that's uh, yeah. Was, that's just know. bringing everything back, isn't it? The production paid for the remodel and everything. So all the like the new lights and everything that was all paid for by the production. That's and fantastic. Wow. That's awesome. And we d- we talked for the owner man for a minute, and he said they were close for two months between the reconstruction, the construction, and the filming. And he met all the actors and everything, and that's said so that cool. they were awesome. That's so cool. That last season was crazy. Yeah, that last season was awesome. I don't know if you haven't seen it, so I won't talk about it. No, you're good. And then um, Sunday morning, me and my son did the Breaking Bad RV I saw that, too. Yeah, that's awesome. (laughs) So we were in the RV, and me and him dressed up like Walt and Jesse, because I can shave my head pretty easily. (laughs) Nice. (laughs) We stopped the car wash, uh, drove by Walt's house, um, Jesse and Jane's uh, duplex, you know, tons of places. It It was pretty awesome. That's awesome. Oh, and my we ate at the restaurant. The oh, okay. Nice. The El Pollo. Yeah. My, my wife and I, we did the similar, uh, not that vacation, but we do similar vacations where we end up seeing all the movie stuff. We did one up in Astoria, Oregon, just to see all the Goonies yeah, stuff. Yeah, Goonies stuff. Everything that yeah. had to do with Goonies. <laughs> we're up there for a while. I was loving it. Even so. when you see people post those pictures, you're like, you know, like that's, you just went to the Goonie Rock. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. I like to do that as well. I did you that in New Orleans. The house. You can go to the jail cell and it's like there's the Jeep that got shot at, which is pretty cool. And, yeah. like, where does the t- where does the cave come out, please? Yeah. Right. <laughs> Me and Lynn are like that too. Um, we went to a wise guys party like every summer they have a wise guys party. On the way home, we drove to the Sandlot swimming pool. Yeah. Just to see it. Oh, it's go- is it still there? Yeah. I, okay, Where's it okay. at? It's at Far West Ogden or something, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, or I, Lauren Far Park. You gotta go to Preston and go see the Napoleon Dynamite stuff. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh. Yeah, that Lauren Far Park, they used to have that crazy slide. I don't know if you ever went there, but they have one of those slides that you sit on a sled and you go down like, and it was a bunch of rings. And then you break your leg. It was a bunch of rings and then you skid across the water. They got oh. rid of it because it was insane, but it was the coolest thing ever. That's amazing. Like, I rode it a few times, but I'm like, this is the craziest thing I've ever seen. Did you hear about that park in the Midwest? It was like the most dangerous, like amusement park in the no. world. Oh, it, if, if I think of it all, is it in Ohio? I can't remember, but there's a documentary on HBO or something, <laughs> and it was just yeah, all like, oh my gosh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's nuts. Well, that was a fun tangent. Um. <laughs> <laughs> that's what makes the episodes great. Yes, right there. yes, totally. Um, 
I'm not sure if we had the bonus questions when we had you on before. I don't know. What do you got? Uh, the first one is, what does creativity mean to you? Creativity mean to me that, okay. Um, <laughs> uh, I don't know if I have a way to say what it means to me, but it, I would say that means a lot. I think that's where I shine and where I personally like, like to be. Like creating a brand, even if all the ideas aren't for me, but I'm working with teams that are cre- creating the ideas, like with Devin or with Steve or my dad, Mark, or my wife, putting her, in, her input in as well. Um, I love it. Like it's so much fun. Like I've got probably 50 more brands in my head that I'm just like, as soon as someone's give me some money, let's go to the next one. Right. Uh, that I just love. Um, and I love putting, being able to put my spin on things. Uh, and I love that, like what we created at social X has like touched so many lives where people have just come in and we've got countless reviews of, I thought this was going to be lame and they came in and had a great time to where I was, we had a couple of reviews where people were talking about how stressed they were and they came in through a few axes and just walked away feeling better. And then we've had corporate party ones. And so I think I love where the, where the, my creative creativity takes me and where it's kind of grown with our brands has been a lot of fun and working with my partners, my wife, my team here. Uh, I enjoy the hell out of that. Like that's hard to go home sometimes because I enjoy it so much. Yeah. You know, so I've enjoyed watching, uh, you know, the growth of your business and you as a businessman. Thank you. Um, it's just been a very interesting thing to watch. And Thank you. Appreciate I'm, pr- it. I'm proud of you. Thank and you. you're so young. <laughs> That's amazing. Congratulations. Thank you. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully I'm not a, like a one-hit wonder, right? No. That's, what I keep, that's what I keep saying about this brand. I'm like, I got to go two for two. Like, this brand's got to make it <laughs> about Bad Caddy. So. There has to be something you're just talking about having all these ideas and like wanting to jump into them like the adrenaline behind creating that brand and yeah. seeing it come together and it's fun and that's that my favorite also thing. fits into that creativity part yeah yeah it's my favorite thing my neck if if this one succeeds my next one will be my favorite i think i can't tell you it yet but i got one in the back pocket that hopefully i get to so nice yeah coming soon yeah um who's your favorite muppet and why are gonna hate this uh i absolutely hate the muppets (laughs) i'm so sorry if that offends you i am just not i have tried i have given it a shot my wife i i used to not like i've always watched movies like even the kids movies and stuff Mm -hmm. and pixar and whatnot but i've never been a huge fan of disney i have absolutely fallen in love with disney we're going to disney world in like three weeks like i we're going in october are you yeah all for the halloween stuff Yep. Halloween party? Yeah, it's a great I'm going time. to Disneyland. Uh, I know Muppets <laughs> isn't, I don't think Muppets is Disney, but I just, they, do, ha- yeah. they do have a Muppet thing. But I used to bad mouth and be like, I hate Disney. I don't want to go to that. And now it's like my favorite thing. But I've tried to do the same with Muppets and it just hasn't, hasn't worked. My wife hates me for it. She loves Muppets. So she like old school Muppet show or is she like the, like the movies? Muppets? I think she likes them. Like the, a lot of the movies. Her favorite one is the pirate one. Yeah. Muppet treasure yeah, Island that's her is favorite. the best. Yeah, yeah definitely. So. If but you I never watch another Muppet movie, that should be the only one that you watch. Yeah, and that's the one I, I would say I can tolerate that one. I can it's watch Tim Curry, isn't it? Yeah. I like Christmas Carol, but, the, you know, the singing. We you do know, watch s- that every year at my house. There's a few parts where they sing or just go too dramatic. And yeah. That's when <laughs> I go to the bathroom. You guys are going to Disney World. That's so exciting. Yeah, last minute. So my father just turned 50. Um, he's never been to Disney ever. And I'm taking my friend who just turned 52 for her yeah. first time. Yeah, he's never been, and he and he doesn't. I don't even know if he still wants to go, but he <laughs> got this trip somehow through. Uh, I so we had a we went to a charity event uh, for Safe Harbor, okay. um, 
up in uh, we donated or we bought a table and did the you know the donations mm-hmm. and all the silent auctions or whatever, and someone put out a Florida silent auction for uh, an Airbnb, and my dad bid like a like it was like a it's like a really real like extravagant one and he bid like 500 to a thousand bucks and got it and no one competed with it and we were like what the and he's like like, well i guess i'm going to florida and i was like (laughs) okay i guess you're going to florida that's your vacation for the year let's go and so he did that and it's got enough rooms for like my siblings aren't actually going to make it but it was going to be all of my siblings we all would have had our own room and stuff it's pretty crazy anyways uh now you can sleep it just turned into yeah it just turned into like it was only now my wife and i are going and my dad and stepmom are going and it's gonna be a great time so we're gonna go. We're gonna we're cramming it though. We're gonna, we have to come back. Um, my wife and I do because we're uh, in the process of dealing with uh, fertility issues, and so we've got to we got to you, you can't miss those no. appointments because they're so booked out. Yes. So we're cramming in. We're gonna go uh, Disney Monday, Disney Tuesday, two parks a day, and then Universal two parks a day, <laughs> and then come right back home. And my dad's gonna stay there the rest of the week. <laughs> it's probably not possible, but we're gonna, we're gonna try it. You can do it. We've been Just there. Make a plan. We've been there so many times that it's like, well, okay, we know what You're to good. skip. We know where to go, right? So, yeah. Anyways, ours has been planned for a while. Like before COVID, we were gonna go, and then we were gonna go when everybody came back. So. Did you guys buy tickets to the Halloween party night? Because um, if you haven't, you should look at it because the Halloween I, party night is a blast. I'm pretty sure I slept she did. on it for Disneyland. I'll do it next year. Yeah, we did it. <laughs> so we did it last year because my in-laws they have a a timeshare so we get to go every like four years they go to orlando oh, cool. and so we did last year with them and went and stayed with them did kind of the same family vacation uh and we bought tickets to the halloween one and we've also done it in california but it is do you I have mean, a preference between the boogie bash and the mickey's not so scary Oh, there's two different ones? Well, the boogie one is in Disneyland and the Mickey's not Oh, do I have a preference on... Oh, yeah. they're named different. I didn't Since know that. You, yep. uh, Disneyland's. Whatever okay. that one is, I love yeah. Disneyland's. Okay. It was way cooler. Um, Disney World definitely rolled out all the stops, but Disneyland, I think because it's so small mm. compared to Disney World, mm. like and the, the decorations they go so crazy it's about my, that it just felt cool. cool. Yeah, it just felt, it felt cooler. Um, and the candy was better. Except That's what I hear. I hear that you need to like bring your own like ginormous bag. Oh yeah, because if you get this bag, the little <laughs> tiny one, you're not fitting anything. But you could literally like three or four pillowcases. Even you dress up. Uh, we never did, and then we want to. Well, and the next time we do it, we will. So we went to Disneyland once and did the trick or treating, and the next station over, like two guys got in a fight. So we saw somebody get kicked out of Disneyland. Oh my gosh, that's it was crazy. It's kind of cool. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> that's crazy. Is, it, is that piece of candy worth getting kicked out for life? <laughs> but yeah, we love it. So we go. I nev- never thought I'd be to Disney World or Disney World this many times. But my dad's like, "You guys got to come." So we're like, "All right, we'll make it work." So, so modify your question. Who's your favorite Disney character then? My favorite Disney character. Yeah. I mean, Disney owns everything. So Disney does own everything. Yeah. I mean, if we're if we're talking Marvel, you know, yes. I'm let's, leaning let's on Captain America, <laughs> or I'm leaning on Iron Man. I'm old school. I don't. Iron I like the Man's old characters. Yeah. I was watching Avengers at the Endgame this morning, right? I actually um, can't bring myself to watch it again. I, so I have to keep watching it to get over it. Like, I have to get past it. I have a huge know? arc reactor tattoo on my back. Do you really? So I love Iron Man. That's yes. awesome. You know, then you jump over to Star Wars, and now I'm loving that Mandalorian show. That yeah. show is awesome. And then we just watched Obi-Wan. That was great. But the Mandalorian is probably my favorite character. That's like that Wild West spin they put on that oh, was yeah. awesome, right? 
But then if you're po- talking old school Disney, yep. I'm going to talk about Timon and, Pum- Timon and Pumbaa. That's okay, the best. Yep. Okay, what about right? Pixar? Pixar is tough. I love all Pixar, Pixar right? Pixar is so sad. Pixar is really tough. You know what's actually my favorite Disney and it's not Pixar? Probably Wreck-It Ralph. That's probably okay, my favorite Disney yeah. movie. That's uh, a good one. So Definitely fun. underappreciated in, it really in the is. parks. Both one and two yeah. are great. Um, but then Pixar. I you know the jellyfish ride in California Adventure? Mm-hmm. They should totally turn that into like a Wreck-It Ralph like oh, yeah. video game. That would be. I don't know why that yeah. my brain just went there, but it did. <laughs> hey, they might. Um, <laughs> there's so many Pixar's. Uh, Toy Story is always always a great one. Uh, have you Have you seen Lightyear? I haven't yet. Is it good? Yeah, I thought it was I good. I need to watch it. I haven't made it to it yet. Um, yeah, I don't think you can go wrong with Toy Story. I mean, you can after, like, Toy Story 2, 3, 4, but number one, you can't go wrong with. I, I love Agreed. it. Yeah. So. They didn't have to do four, but four, four turned out okay. Four was good. Yeah. Four, four was, was really yeah. sad. Yeah. So was three. So was three. Yeah, <laughs> three I, was really I didn't sad. like how but sad But three was, was really so scary, too. Lots of... Yeah. He's scary for little kids. Yeah, I agree. Yeah. So, yeah. <laughs> but, yeah, they own everything, so you can keep going down the list, right? It's crazy. Uh, speaking of movies, in the movie of your life, produced by Disney, <laughs> who would play you? <laughs> who would play me? Yeah. Oh, this is a big question. Uh, I have no Clearly idea. Chris Evans. Yeah, I wish, right? He'll make me, he'll look, they'll be like, he doesn't look anything like Chris Evans. Whatever. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I do like that. I just watched his new one on Netflix, that. The Gray Man? Gray Man. Was Dude, it good? That was insane. He's crazy. He's is crazy it like movie show. theater worthy or like just re- just it could Netflix have gone to, okay. it could have gone to movie theater but I'd watch it on Netflix. Okay. Yeah, the good to know. Coming from Captain America to the character he plays in that stuff, it's nuts, right? With Ryan um, Gosling. I don't think I have I don't think I have a pick for an actor. I apologize. No, I get Chris Evans, I guess, but my wife would probably be able to answer this question, but I got nothing. Call her. <laughs> no, no, <laughs> right? yeah. Let me ring her real quick. Who <laughs> Yeah. All right. J- just to recap, you know, address, website, yeah, social. Yeah. So if you're going social axe throwing, we've got one in Ogden, one in Salt Lake City. Uh, the one in Salt Lake is 1154 South, 300 West. One in Ogden is 28 uh, or 2581 Lincoln Avenue. Uh, Bad Caddy Golf is just opened. We're about three months old. Uh, we're 451 South, 300 West in downtown Salt Lake. And if you're ever in Arizona, we got one in Gilbert, Arizona, that I don't have the address memorized, but it's a great time. So. Google. That's yeah. what Google is for. Yeah, that's and right. Whatever. And Apple Maps has. or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> yep. I agree. Uh, social media: Social Axe Throwing on Instagram, Social Axe Throwing on Facebook, Bad Caddy Golf on Facebook, Bad Caddy SLC on Instagram, and then TikTok Bad Caddy Golf or Social Axe Throwing. You're making so. TikToks too. I haven't made. Well, I've made a couple on my own, but <laughs> no, I, uh, that was another thing. Devin and Emily and a couple other staff members made one here and one over Social Axe and. Like crushed it, like six six thousand views in like the first day or something. Nice. I'm like, all right, keep wow. it up. Whatever awesome. you gotta do. So, yeah, it's been awesome. Nice you too. have to do TikTok. I don't want to do TikTok, but you have to. That's what they say. Yeah, like so cool I watch it. Say. I mean, I mean, I don't know how many times I've been glued and lose an hour for of my hours. Life. No hours, <laughs> like not an hour, like hours. Yeah, you're like, Holy <laughs> crap. yeah. it's good stuff. <laughs> So oh, anyways. Well, thank you. Great having you back. No, I appreciate you guys having me on. It was a good nice conversation. Yeah. Best of luck to you on thank success you. moving forward. Appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Right. Bye, everybody. Bye, everyone. The podcast is done, man. <laughs>